0: Good afternoon, baseball fans. How are y'all today? It is Tuesday, the 25th. All of the LCS games have ended. I am Susie. That is Shelby. And we are Bourbon and baseball. And we are super excited to go over kind of the last two games of the Astros-Yankees series, because, of course. And then we will do a brief recap of that. And then we will jump into a... Brief overview of the Phillies, kind of our thoughts, whatnot. Um, shout out to Ram shirts, always solid. Right, beautiful. I'm digging it? it. Digging it. However, I have to be very careful because I'm a I'm a pig and I'm super messy, and I'm one thousand percent sure that I will get something on this. Immediately. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm pretty impressed with myself that nothing is currently on it. So.
1: Good yeah. thing we're not drinking today because th- there is potential to be alcohol but on that. I'm sure. This this is true because <laughs> it is in the afternoon before
0: I have to go pick up my children, um, from their from my mother in law's house. So unfortunately, there will not be any alcohol on the episode twelve. Oh my goodness, Shelby! Episode twelve of Bourbon and Baseball, but we will make up for that later.
1: So you know we, we haven't been in playoffs. We haven't been on our normal recording schedule. So is this like a part one or is it like a another bonus you know it's an it's another it's another bonus again
0: if we <laughs> had a patreon or an only fans y'all would just y'all would just be so excited because of all of the bonus episodes that y'all are getting you're getting what you paid for free you be, exactly you exactly be getting- <laughs> uh this is quality content ma'am i love it um uh, yeah, no, we have 26 YouTube subscribers now, Shelby, so you, okay, so you y'all shit. can't, and nope. Top
1: 200 baseball
0: podcast? We broke it. We broke what? into the top 200 baseball podcast. I was floored. Floored.
1: Can't tell me shit
0: this week.
1: Can I'm you telling tell you. Yeah.
0: Nope. Nope. <laughs> And so let me let me start off with this statement, though, because I've run into a couple of different people. And let me get your feelings on this, too, Shelby. We kind of okay. talked about it briefly before, but let me get your feelings on this, because I would just like to say that I need salty motherfuckers to quit gatekeeping fandoms, okay? As I've told you before, I became a fan of the Astros and baseball in general in 2018, after the world series, I I was woken up from from a deep slumber on the couch from game five. And my husband was just so excited. And I was so angry as he was telling me, Alex Bregman walked it off in the 10th. We won, we won. Well, sir, I understand all of those words individually, but when you put it together like that, I don't I don't know what you mean okay so no so I I need everybody that has said to anybody in their lives you cannot be a true fan or you can't be a fan of whatever team it is when they were not good or when they're good when they were not good okay so
1: I need I need people to stop being salty about my fandom that's to be honest like We're grown. It's just wasted energy. Like, worry about yourself. We're having fun. We're enjoying it. Thank
0: you. It's not. Like, why? Why you got to be salty? Because I did not like, it wasn't that I didn't like the Astros. I just didn't like baseball in general for the first 35-ish years of my life. Okay? Like, didn't like it. Didn't like it. And now I've gone so far over to the opposite side that I have this freaking podcast with you, you know, Shelby, because my <laughs> husband is tired of listening to me talk about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Poor mind So, yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's get
1: into it. Were you able to watch games three and four, Shelby? I was. Um, I will tell you, Game Four. I got to see the gist of it, so I got to see, you know, the main event. Um, but I did turn into a pumpkin um, when Wandy came in. So after that, I was, I was out. Like you had. So, you know, before I get into this very short story, I turned into a pumpkin on work night. Um, like nine o'clock is like it. So I was really worried, and I sent a message, and I was like, "Look, game got pushed back. I don't know what we're gonna do." I was already asleep by the time you texted me. It was like, hey, uh, you can go to bed. It's going to take forever. And I was like, beat you to it. beat right? you to yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Um, seriously, when it was the, what, top of the fourth or bottom of the fourth, and it was already, like, two hours in, I'm like,
1: oh, my God.
0: This game is going to last 43 years.
1: <laughs> 43. <laughs> hey, oh, my gosh. 43 years, that's more than the price of a Yankee ticket that night. So.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Have you seen the prices <laughs> for Phillies tickets? Yes. Did you see oh, what for God. like game? But the, the first game in Philly, the the highest what ticket price is like fifty one thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, and I I was just talking about like the cheap
0: seats. The cheap seats were like thirty eight hundred or something. I'm all. I'm sorry. What now? Like I realize that you're in Philly and stuff, but
1: I I don't know. Anyway, so I'm on a your salary. I can't be doing
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm like I got two kids that I gotta put through college at some point, and you know, (laughs) OnlyFans is not an option for them. But if anyone wants like feet pic, no, I'm just kidding. Don't don't do that. That's I'm not kidding. I got you. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I was watching TikTok last night, and I came across this girl who was doing a haul of what she was sending out, and it was a half-eaten lollipop, and a and a pair of panties. And half-chewed, spit-out cookies, and I was like, I- "I'm, s- I'm sorry, what now? Like you the panties, like whatever. Like I got that, but what's, what's with the, what's with the half-eaten food? What, what? And so I, was, I sent that, I sent the that TikTok to one of my friends, and all. How do I get into this, this line of business? Like, not the paintings, like, me. I don't want to do that. I go, but how can I half chew up food, spit it into a bag, and then mail it to people, and then give me money for it? Yeah. How is that a thing? Tell me. Tell me. Right? Uh, anyways, so, <laughs> sorry, sorry we got onto that, that tangent, our, our 26 listeners, I apologize, but we will, we will now get into baseball talk, because that is what you're here for, right? So, um, Game three was the game where we shut out the Yankees. Gerrit Cole was on the mound. And who was on the mound for us,
1: Shelby? Javi was phenomenal. Yes. Our fifth best starter. Quote fifth unquote. best starter
0: against the Yankees' veritable ace, right? And he, he toe to toe, man. Toe to freaking toe. So, um, top of the second Christian Vasquez singles on that ridiculous error by Bader and judge, and so, I will give judge credit afterwards saying, yeah, my bad it
1: was it was on me, but the entire so before you get to the next play, the best part was Garrett Cole yells out, "I got you, I got you, yep, yep, sir and and then, and
0: then promptly, promptly gives up a two-run blast
1: to Chazzy Fizz to the short porch. Little, little short porch action. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't understand. So, like, here's a little baseball knowledge for you. So, as an outfielder, you have to go back up the person. You should never go in front. Don't know what happened there, but it was like not fundamentally sound.
0: Yeah, field I, right
1: there. so i mean shout
0: out to aaron judge for making the error though because it it then led to you know the two-run blast and i think after that it just kind of deflated the entire energy in the stadium a thousand percent so yeah. um the top of the six i'm just gonna go with the scoring plays because that's really what we're interested in right yeah. so top of the six um trey mancini on a sack fly and i will say that Trey's at-bats have looked a little bit more competitive. Oh, yeah. I mean, right? He,
1: he flew out, what, to the warning track? I mean, like, yes. he was narrowing up the baseball.
0: Yes. I still want to see David Hensley, though. Well, we'll get into that. But <laughs> Trey Mancini with the sack fly. Uh, so that scores in Bregman, Tuck to third, Yuli to second. And then they're just they're just going to keep passing the baton. Christian Vasquez singles. Tuck scores, Yuli scores, and that base running
1: was awesome by Yuli. Wonderful. Like what a great read. Especially like younger players, they have this like instinct to get back to the bag to make a tag, but he wonderful, beautiful. I think I actually commented on it on Twitter when it happened. That was amazing. Yeah. Mike. So I had I
0: had missed it because I was tweeting. Surprise. <laughs> Pay attention to the game, Susie. But my, I had I had missed it, and uh, my husband Mike was like, "Did you you didn't see that? Did you you didn't see Yuli almost catch up to Tuck at the plate?" Mm-hmm. Did you? And I was like, "No." So I had to rewind it to to see because I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And then oh. I saw it, and I was like, oh. "I was like that that was that was great base running." So um, all that was the entire score five to zero shutout again in Yankee Stadium, and now we're three up in the series. Right, and then we go to Game Four. Did you
1: see the prices for Game Four in Yankee yes. Stadium? I did. I literally told Olivia, I was like, you know, because because we had been we were going to go to a game in Houston, but we were like, eh, whatever. Now nah, we're just going to watch it. I was like, it would have been cheaper for us to catch a flight to New York and get a ticket than it would for us to be <laughs> Dakota Minute Maid. So yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yeah. get get a hotel months. room,
0: get a flight and the tickets, and it would have been cheaper had had we gone there. Although, I don't know if I want to wear Astros colors in Yankee Stadium. Did you Did see? You see
1: the, yeah, the guy came out on the stretcher. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, the guy who posted that, um, the original video showed the guy on the stretcher, and his, and his right hand was all bloody, right? Yes. Then it came out that, he, they, he didn't know, the guy who took the video didn't know if it was because it was a fight or they said it might have been a medical emergency, like a seizure or something, Amal. Right. it was a seizure, why was his right hand all bloody? Like, right. I don't understand. So I still am a little fuzzy on if there was an actual altercation or if it was a medical emergency or whatnot. But regardless,
1: Yankee fans are... They're a different breed. Uh, like, how can yeah. you? Okay, your team has literally made it to the championship series. They were booing the entire series in New York for their own team. What are we doing? Like Although
0: if, if Josh Donaldson played for us, I'm pretty sure I'd boo him too, but that that was mean. I sorry Josh Donaldson, I won't say that again. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> don't um I don't, I don't understand why we're booing our own players though. Like I really, I understand why you're booing the Astros or the opposing team, whoever that may be. I get that. I understand that. But you're going to boo Aaron judge who just broke all kinds of records for you, who at this point in time, well, not technically right now, but after the world series is a free agent. Yeah. And you mean to tell me that you as a fan base think that it's a wise idea to boo him? Wouldn't you just like throw flowers at him or something and be like, please sign again? Please sign again? Please come back.
1: I, if I played for the New York Yankees in that kind of environment and that big of a stage, as soon as I walked out of the dugout, I would basically be like, well, here we fucking go again. I mean, it's got to be so mentally defeating when you, like, your own people are cheering against you. That just, I don't know. I,
0: that boggles, boggles my mind, but. Thank you. Regardless. Anyway, so um on to game four. And Lance McCullers is on the mound for us. And Lance McCullers was slated to start game three, but couldn't start game three because he got hit in the elbow with the champagne bottle. Did you see the picture? I saw the picture. Okay, so when they said that he just got hit in the elbow, I was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. All right. Yeah, it's and, then, I liked, same thing. and then the picture after the game, I was like, how now we now we know why the fuck lance mccullers didn't have his freaking
1: a plus stuff like you think his hair looked different in game four his hair looked different i don't know i'm telling you uh, like i'm I'm sitting here and i'm watching some of the recap videos and i was like i was really thinking that the other night i was like his hair looks different i don't know if he cut it but i'm gonna have to go back and look at that check it out interesting okay i'm like Maybe I will. Maybe I will right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but he wasn't, so, he
0: wasn't his uh, Lance McCullers self. No, he was not. So immediately, so, okay. Nestor Cortez on the mound for the Yankees, which we, which we had said nasty Nestor will be not a problem for us, but, but a little bit more challenging, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um. So Nestor Cortez is on the mound first inning. Strikes, strikes up the side, three up three down, right up. There we go. So um, Lance is on the mound, and immediately Harrison Bader singles. I'm like, oh, cool. That's that's how we're going to start the game? Good, good. That's that's exactly how I wanted to start the game. I was like, okay, we can – that's all right. That's okay. That's just a single, right? And then Judge with a out and then Anthony Rizzo gets hit by a pitch, which I don't think that he should have been hit by a pitch because he totally leaned into that shit, like – i i really think that he like well maybe he didn't lean into it but there was no attempt to get out of the way of the ball
1: right oh no there's definitely not gonna be i mean like they have had no that that's the most momentum they've had in the entire series yeah that inning right
0: so um i i will have to tell you a story about getting hit by pitches later on um Needless to say, it was my first Little League baseball experience when I moved to Texas 93,000 years ago. So that, <laughs> we will just leave it there. So um, Aaron Judge flies out. Then Anthony Rizzo gets hit by pitch. So now we have runners on first and second. And then Giancarlo singles. And I'm all, what is happening? Okay, okay, all right, that's okay, that's okay. They just scored one. They just scored one. It's okay. We're going to hold them here. And then Glaber Torres singles. And I'm all, cool, cool, Okay. Guess we're just going to hold him here then. All right. And then the bottom of the second inning, IKF immediately doubles him all. This is not looking good. This is not looking good, but that's okay because it's less of the colors, right? And he is going to grind and he's going to get it, right? And right. then Anthony Rizzo – oh, and then Aaron Judge walks, and then Anthony Rizzo doubles, and now the score is 3-0. to zero, And now on the inside, I'm all, hmm. I was like, okay, if we lose, we lose, that's fine. I don't think we're going to lose the series, obviously because Yankees, but yes. if we lose, we lose, not a huge deal. But I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to sweep them. And then in the third, uh Martin Maldonado walks. Good at bats. Good at bats by by Maldi, right? Good at bats. Um and then Nestor they come out and check on Nestor. And Nestor's like, "No, no, cool. I'm all right. Cool. Go away. Go away. I got it." And then Altuve totally looks better at the plate. Totally looks better at the plate. And now I'm a little worried because of this long layoff again, that it's going to take him all serious to get back into his groove. But we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so Altuve walks, Martine walks, and then Jeremy Pena comes in and hits a three run freaking bomb. Monster tank to left field. My gosh, Jeremy Pena.
1: I, I knew what was going to happen. I felt he was going to get a big hit, whether it be a double or something. I was like, oh, man, he's going to do it. Because Nestor looked uneasy. Like, he just didn't look right. Everybody saw his velo go down. He couldn't find the strike zone. And I was like, he's going to serve one up and, like, it's going to go. It yeah. was great.
0: So, um, so yeah. So Jeremy Pena hits the three-run home run, and now we are tied. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay. We're going to hold him here. We're not gonna hold them here, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah. So Wandy Peralta comes in and I was really surprised to see Wandy Peralta come in, but I was like, Oh, okay, they're just gonna empty the bullpen tonight because Were you just... waiting for him to bite his hand? I was hoping that he was gonna do it again so that maybe there I don't know, like maybe it was a ritual. Thing, yeah. Right? I don't so I don't know. He did not bite his hand. Whatever. So then, uh, Jordan doubled, and then Braggie uh, flew out. Tuck with a single, and then so now we have runners on first and third. And then Yuli singled, and I when I say that I am here for postseason, Yuli, I am here for postseason. Yuli, oh my gosh,
1: he's a whole different player right now. Whole different player. I'm
0: so excited that that Yuli Guriel decided. Okay, guys, saved it all for the postseason. I got you. So. Now we're up four to three, and I'm like, "Cool, cool, we're good. We're not good because Lance comes back out, gives up another run, and I was like, oh, all right.' And then what was? Did you see the pass balls that Maldy was was doing, or did were you were you a pumpkin by then?
1: Was, I was out.
0: Done. Okay. So there it was. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if him and Lance McCullers were getting crossed up or. I don't know, but there was a, it was, it was a couple of pass balls and like some wild pitches that I was like, Oh my gosh, Hmm. can we, can we see Christian Vasquez again? No. All right. But anyways, so Yankees come back out and they, and they tie it because Anthony Rizzo singles. And now we're in the top of the fifth and that double play that Jonathan Lewisga did when so, Jonathan, uh, Wandi Peralta was in in the top of the fifth. He walks short on Alvarez, and then Boone says, Nope, just kidding. I'm gonna pull you, go away. <laughs> Jonathan Loazica comes in, and I like to refer to him as Johnny Lasagna because I can never say his name correctly. Like, I have That's to physically actually think about his name.
1: Loazica. <laughs>
0: he's he's Nicaraguan, apparently. So, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. If I don't think about it, I just mangle his name. So I have to actually physically think about pronouncing his name correctly. So Johnny Lasagna it is. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: But Lance ground, grounded out, man. Like he grinded and he did not have his best stuff and he knew he did not have his best stuff. But the fact that he stayed in that game for the fifth and then just passed the baton on to everybody else. I was like, oh, all right. So, Naris came in in the sixth and then gave up a freaking home run to Masturbator, and I just, <laughs> I don't, cold. I do not understand what the mouth guard is. I need I need to find out what the mouth guard is. Like, no, why?
1: He had five bombs in the postseason, I guess. He can, but it, it's very annoying, especially when they pan the camera out to him, and he's just like, he's like, like a ah. cow chewing his cud is what he yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah. See, but he
0: annoys me on the Yankees. He did not annoy me when he played for the Cardinals. And I don't know if it was because he wasn't playing against us. It's the hair. Or, or what? It's is the, it hair. the hair. He had long hair. Okay. Remember? He had very long hair. Okay. He looks like yes. a totally different yes. guy. Okay. Yeah. So postseason Harrison Bader apparently is a, is a is a badass home, home run hitting machine. So now it's five to four and they will score all of the runs that they will score. And then John, Johnny Lasagna in the bottom of the six. Did you, I was about to ask if you saw that play again, but no, you were a pumpkin. I'm dumb. Probably, and I do not retain information. Apparently boring at this point. <laughs> yeah. So that in the top of the seventh, they l hit a comebacker to Johnny Lasagna mm-hmm. and it was so close. It was so freaking close. So the uh, the ruling on the field was upheld. But when they replayed it in like a couple of different angles, it looked like by a freaking millisecond that Johnny Lasagna had beat Jose Altuve and I was sad. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. But apparently replay room said, oh, no, we don't have definitive information. So Altuve's on first and then Pena with the fielder's choice did – did you see the replay of that? Be- between the error between Torres and IKF? Mm-mm. It was, it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I don't, I don't understand what happened. I get I, IKF was coming across the bag like really hard to okay. second. And so, and Glaber c- tried to like kind of shovel past to him and like it, it went offline. And really? literally you- Altuve was like right there. Like, was about it was
1: tailor-made double play i will tell you like jose altuve you know he's been in this little funk and you know we've all acknowledged it he's acknowledged it but it's fun to see him be like hustle altuve Mm -hmm. like we don't get to see that all the time but he's like busting his ass to get on base right now and it's fun to watch like that is our that's our mvp yes yeah so I mean, so he's
0: busting it. And it, like I said, it was like Taylor made double play, but it obviously did not happen. And then, like, right so yeah, so Altuve is on second, and Jeremy Pena is on first now. And then Jordan says, you know what, guys? I'm not going to go for the big hit. I'm going to just single right here. So he singles. No, we do. And Casual. then Altuve scores, and then just passes the baton to freaking Alex Bregman. And then, Clay uh, Clay Holmes comes in for the Yankees and is like, okay, no, I got this. Don't don't worry. And then Alex Bregman is like, no, you don't. I'm going to single them. (laughs) So we tie it with the Yordan single. And then we go ahead with Bregman's uh, single. And then Tucker grinds grinds out, grinds out, grounds out, Yuli grounds out. And then Brian Abreu comes in. And I will say that Brian Abreu doesn't make my orifices pucker as much as he used to. Yes. No. Agreed. Rafael Montero has now taken that medal. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but the top of the ninth, Jose Altuve singles, and then Jeremy Pena with the with a bunt, and then it was just a it was just a bad. I don't even know. It was a, it it was a bunt, and it was then it was a double play because Altuve tried to make it into to third, and I was like. That's cool. No insurance runs. That's all right. We didn't. We didn't want insurance runs. It's okay.
1: But who is this closer so, we have on the mound? My gosh, this man has been
0: lights electric out.
1: Electric lights out. Do you think
0: that he is underrated?
1: Absolutely. By by, like the rest of the league, right? Absolutely, absolutely. The only closers that you hear about right now is like. Edwin Diaz, and then you hear about, like, Josh Hader. Josh Hader. And then, like, Emmanuel Classe. Other than that, he's never in the conversation. But I don't know if it's because he's, he's like a, he's a junk guy. He's got a great curveball. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. a junk guy. He doesn't throw very hard. I think maybe but, that's it. it. He doesn't have the velocity that... No, I mean, he doesn't. But he is so effective, and he's so good at what he does. Yeah. And how... I agree, though he's very important. I, I feel I feel
0: bad for the next statement that I'm about to make, but not bad enough for me not to say it. So there's my <laughs> there's That's my purpose, so. So, to say <laughs> um, so how poetic was it that the last out of the game to send us to the World Series was Aaron Judge?
1: Poetic, poetic AF, right? Poetic AF, and I, a
0: little part of me was like, "Oh my gosh, if he hits a solo bomb right here to tie it up, like that would just, that would be like storybook, franchise ending stuff, right?" Like, mm-hmm. like oh he,
1: gosh, he he would he, he would put his Scott Boris stuff on, like guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so
0: I, I had gotten nervous during the game, and went to go do dishes. Okay. When all of the scoring started happening, I was like, well, now I have to just keep doing dishes because scoring. Right. I went back into the living room when the announcer, and I just caught the announcers saying that Aaron Judge had four at-bats against Ryan Presley, and he was four for four against Ryan Presley. You know, that
1: makes you feel really good in that moment, doesn't it? You're like, oh. Heck yeah like, can't wait <laughs>
0: i was like that's so good That's so good oh my gosh that's i love it so much oh yeah <laughs> so the fact that it was it was that that it was that player it was just it was poetic and you couldn't you couldn't write it up any better so game strain four and we swept freaking new york and the petty part of me which is apparently a very big part of me mm-hmm.
1: was just so excited of course Was so um, excited I I know we're about to transition, you know, and not speak about, you know, Yankees baseball. We're probably going to talk a little bit of shit about the Yankees in general throughout this podcast, but we're not going to talk about Yankees baseball. I have to tell you one of my favorite quotes from one of my friends this week. So we text back and forth. She's one of my very good friends and one of my coworkers. Um, And she, I've been saving this, so you need to look at your phone. I'm about to send it to you. She said... Aaron Boone looks like Spike from Flushed Away. The the movie Flushed Away and I'm about to send you a picture of Spike from Flushed Away because she she nailed it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. So um yeah, that and then she also said that um, Harrison Bader looked like Dash from The Incredibles, which I will also send you right now. Yes, now, so that that I
0: do understand. That reference I do understand. And I kind of, uh, yes. I, and
1: again, I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair that makes him look like that. But the spike from Fleshed Away about killed me because that that is so good that's so good So I had to share that with you
0: (laughs) good night so um so real real quick uh obviously Jeremy Pena is the freaking ALCS MVP and I was so thrilled for him
1: oh yeah so freaking excited I was ready for Chaz to get it though if if Jeremy Pena would not have come through with that clutch bomb, it was Chazzy's time to shine. It was, it was time to shine. Like I
0: I don't know what more this motherfucker has to do to ensure that the center field
1: job is his. But I'm what, telling what you, what more? What more can he do? But again, like we love Chazzy. You know, we hype him up when he's doing well. But like if he's just not doing well we're like okay you know it is what it is kind of thing like Chaz is like the he's probably the best player on the astros to cheer for because he gives you the least amount of heartbreak <laughs> this but is true this is it true is true, right but, this is true Uh well, yeah because
0: i i mean what we won we won the entire series essentially with two of our arguably best hitters being freaking cold I mean, Altuve finally figured it out this game, or yes. the, game four. But you want to, I mean, you want to talk about being on shaky ground. Like, obviously this this pitching performance by Lance was not his best. So we have, I wouldn't say subpar, but, you know, not up to standards, pitching performances by our mm-hmm. starting pitchers. Arguably poor performances from our Best hitters, mm-hmm. and the entire freaking line—well, not the entire lineup. Almost all the scoring has happened by players that you didn't freaking realize were on the freaking Astros. Or, I mean, like we realized that they're on the Astros, but like other players, other players are like, "Who the fuck is Chaz McCormick?"
1: Yeah, no. Why do we not know? His, like his, his name is Chaz or something like that. Or yes. His yes. Name. Yes, and Chaz was like, what's wrong with my name? <laughs> I, I was like, it. get him,
0: Chaz. Get him. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, when you go down the the Astros lineup, you and you quote-unquote circle the guys that you need to be aware of, it's typically that, like, one through five, six-ish. Yeah. You're not worried about Maldi. You're not worried about whoever our DH is. Well, unless it's Jordan. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about the, you know, eight or nine-hole. Christian Voskos. Like, yeah, you're like... Chaz, no, we're not going to worry about him. And then he just doinks a freaking, you know, two-run home run to the short porch. And then that—that that is why you cannot sleep on freaking Astros lineup. Nobody. No. So, can I tell you this is so cheesy? When Lance McCullers, during the after like the the celebratory speeches, mm-hmm. when he said that he's like he's like I love the city, bury me in the H, I love this. I was like. Oh my gosh, that's the colors. I love you so much. <laughs> Fangirl. I, Fan I told myself that I was stupid. I was like, what is the why are you tearing up, Susie? That is the stupidest thing in the entire
1: world. What What are you doing? Because he is so, like, you can tell he loves this city. He loves this organization. He loves the fans. Like, we're so emotionally attached to this man. Like, nobody was on, I mean, I, I know, I didn't see any. Nobody's bashing him for not pitching well. We're just like, oh, shit, he's not pitching well. But he's a winner, and he's a competitor. Like, we're not, we love him. We love him. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, literally,
0: Lance McCullers, please, for the love of God, I need you and Bregman and Altuve to stay here forever. Well, And Jeremy Pena. And Kyle Tucker. And pretty much everybody i need i need everybody to stay here okay like find the money click find the money i need everybody to stay here but you want to talk about breaking hearts shelby you want to talk about breaking hearts do you know what i found out today what and i shouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. but i found out today that jeremy pena does in fact have a girlfriend what and they've been together since the his like university of maine days Oh, okay. So, you know, like, she's a real one and not just, you know, like a gold digger. Yeah. She's not a clean chaser. Yes. And so, I don't know why it broke my heart. Not like I, as a married, middle-aged woman, had any sort of chance with Jeremy
1: Pena. It's the fact that he feels available, you know? <laughs> it is. It's the availability. It's, it's, it's the slight chance when there's the, no chance. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's not, there is not a chance in,
0: in hell. But, and so the reason I found this out was a article by Danielle, Danielle something. I can't remember her last name. That said that he was FaceTiming on his girlfriend's phone. I'm all, I'm sorry. What now? On whose phone? Exactly. So then I went and looked at the picture and then tried to go to Instagram to look at all the wives and girlfriends to see mm-hmm. if I could see her mm-hmm. could not like she was not tagged. And so, but that's the way they keep it though. Like they don't, they don't put it out there. It and so I, I had to Instagram stock just a tiny bit. And I'm not proud of myself, but <laughs> I, I went all the way back, went all the way back and, and found her and she looks like a very, very lovely girl who, um, Wants to keep everything on the dial. Like I, and was like a student athlete at, in Maine and now works for, i say like Lockheed and Martin or something like that.
1: Or oh, she's building missiles for the government. That's wonderful. <sighs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so I was like, Hey, yeah. Okay. And he, so in that photo, like
0: he had tagged her and she's like, why you got to put me out there like that? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just saying that if I was the girlfriend of Jeremy Pena, I think maybe I would be like, hi. The girlfriend of Jeremy Pena. Hello, that's me. But Good then on. I see all of the, like, the comments from all the thirsty bitches being like, oh, I will treat you better, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, never mind. I, ju- I lied. I this, this is why. This is why she don't want to be put out there because she don't want to have to deal with that. No. So shout out to Jeremy Pena's girlfriend. And she has a very beautiful name that I cannot pronounce. And her actual pronunciation, she, like, put it in her Instagram bio because, obviously... So many people mispronounce it. But. I
1: will I will be searching for this. Yes, I will I will send it to you. I will send it to you. Wonderful.
0: Yes. So we sweep in for the Yankees, and now we're headed to well, we're headed to here. We're headed to Minimade on Friday for the World Series against the Phillies. Thoughts on the Phillies. Shelby, go. I have thoughts and
1: I have feelings.
0: <laughs> That's what, that's, this is a safe space, ma'am. Uh, I can't promise when we put it out and it's like on the interwebs that that will be a safe what? space. Cause we all no, know that that's. What I, I feel it. very, this is
1: a safe space. Okay. I'm going to just be honest. Um, I feel uneasy. They remind me a lot of the Braves. And I think from last year, and I think that's why I feel a little bit uneasy. Like this, t- like, you know, I got to watch a lot of their games and, you know, their $300 million man hits the eighth inning home run to put them up. To send them to the World Series. And you're watching their locker room culture. You're watching the fans. You're watching the city spend a day or two to grease the light poles to make sure that people don't climb on it.
0: Like It didn't work, though, because it rained and all the grease washed off.
1: <laughs> yes. But they refuse to lose. Like, they refuse yeah. to lose. And everybody's yeah. stepping up. And I'm just it's going to be a very competitive series like I don't think you could have asked anybody in America if that it would be the Phillies and the Astros and that anybody would feel uneasy about it um but watching the Phillies throughout the playoffs um, they definitely deserve to be in the position that they're in right now they are
0: they are a team on fire and um, a couple of points that I want to go back to you said no one would no one would have thought, the Astros and the Phillies would go to the World Series. And I saw a tweet today by Game Day MLB. Mm-hmm. And it was someone that put a bet on a better on Bet MGM placed this future in April. Okay. Will the Astros come through for them? So the ticket was MLB World Series exact outcome exact outcome Houston Astros defeat the Philadelphia Phillies they put that bet on April 13th of this year mhm they bet 50 bucks and the total odds was plus 20 excuse me plus 250,000 so if this pays out it's he they will get $125,000 so one at least one person in america or somewhere i don't know plot twist it was me bitch no, <laughs> so um you will now if if you no longer see shelby on this podcast it is because it was her and she's like fuck all y'all i don't need y'all <laughs> and uh but yeah i'm like oh my god that is so crazy so anyways at least one person thought about that but you brought up a very good point about the culture in the clubhouse. So I want to make a couple of not counterpoints, but adjacent counter adjacent mm-hmm. points. There we go. So in the middle of the season for those who don't follow any of the NL teams or anything like that, in the middle of the season, the Phillies fired their manager, Joe Girardi. And the last half of this season was the quote unquote interim manager, Rob Thompson. After, they fired Joe Girardi, the Phillies started fucking winning, right? Like they, and everyone uh, attributed it to Rob Thompson. And from the interviews that I've seen and read, they they will run through roll, walls for Rob Thompson, right? The same clubhouse culture can be said of the Astros, right? How, how often have you seen all of our players 1000% say, we're gonna. We're doing this for Dusty. We're doing this
1: for Dusty. We're oh. gonna get the ring for Dusty. Like, one thousand percent, right? Like, Dusty's got to get a ring. I need to. I need to see. I need to see another shoey from Dusty. Do you remember when he poured the ring for the? Sh- yes. To see a yes. I mean, I this- I gagged a little when yes. I saw it, but I understood the premise. Yes. This um, this man. I don't understand how people can't love Dusty Baker. Like. He's a legend. You you gotta see him get a ring. You gotta yeah. see him get a ring. Yeah.
0: I mean, granted, he has made some if he if he calls, right? But I think he is he's obviously more of a of a feels
1: quote unquote
0: mm-hmm. feels manager versus, you know, like totally and anal, anal, analytically driven. Words are hard.
1: Words are hard. He's Words an old school
0: hard. guy. So he's an old he school is. guy. And I I just Look, you you see the the two cultures, Astros and Phillies, and how much they revere their manager and how much they, they love him. I mean, like, they would mm-hmm. go to war for him. And then you look over at the Yankees' dugout. Do you see any of that? Like,
1: do well, you think any of those guys, any of those players, throwing, would go to go to war for Aaron Boone? No, they're throwing him under the bus. I mean, like, they're literally throwing, I don't know, ask Boone. Like, you know, why, why are you not going to the game? I don't know, ask Boone. You know, like. He has no relationship with these guys, but that, I think that's why I trust Dusty, even though when he does make, you know, questionable decisions, like he knows the guys. Yeah. He knows our guys. So when you say that you are uneasy and
0: that this Phillies team reminds you of the Braves team from last year, Mm -hmm. I will agree with you that this Phillies team makes me a little bit uneasy. Mm -hmm. However, They do not have the pitching staff that the Braves did last year. No, absolutely, no. So, I mean, really, nobody has the pitching staff, right? Like that—that we're that we're not worried about. So, I saw this on what is that? What is that? One show Uh, with Dero and Roflo and Lauren Chahati. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm -mm. It's MLB. Is it on base? I don't know. No, it's not on base. Um, I don't know. Anyways, it's the one MLB Central. There we go. Whew. I had a brain freeze. So, um, I was watching it this morning while I was supposed to be doing homework, and they put up the starting rotation option comparison. Mm-hmm. So our quote unquote top five: mm-hmm. JV, Fromber, Christian, Lance McCullers, Luis Garcia. Okay. Doesn't even mention Urquidy who was in the freaking rotation. Right. Right. The Phillies rotation, Zach Wheeler, formidable. Aaron Nola, formidable. Ranger Suarez has become formidable. Mm-hmm. Bailey Falter. No, no, he, he didn't get out of the first inning. Yeah. He didn't get out of the first inning in that, in that Phillies Padres game. Right. So no, I'm sorry, Bailey Falter. We are not scared of you one bit. So we're going to consider that a bullpen game, and then Noah Syndergaard.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I would say that Noah Syndergaard on a good day would be formidable-ish.
1: Meh, yeah, no. But I I think I totally agree, and I think. what the Astros have done so well in the playoffs is they've they've kept our bullpen fluid. So they're giving us five, six, seven innings to where we can rotate our bullpen really well day by day. Um, but the Phillies, not so much. Like the other day, they put, what's his name? Fal- Falter, is that his name? Bailey Falter, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they, they're having to throw all of their arms out there. There's nobody they don't really have a great long reliever guy. Um, so but that is gonna be, you know, where the Astros if the Astros can pitch like they did through the division series, it's terrifying. Yeah.
0: So I think that I think that will be the key, which I think is the key to pretty much all of the games that we've won, right? Put a lot of put a lot of pitches on the starting pitcher, knock him out early, and get into the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Their bullpen is not is not as solid as ours. Again, how many bullpens are as solid as ours? Not that many, right? So they're their big names, quote unquote, the ones that they trust. Um Jose Alvarado, who, who apparent who has nasty stuff, like mm-hmm. high velocity lefty cutters. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no. That's- lefty. Yeah, that's not, I don't, yeah, that's not hittable. Just kidding. Um, so, Jose <laughs> Alvarado, um, David Robertson, uh, they, but he didn't have great stuff in the inning, the last inning
1: that he pitched against the Padres. No, and then I'm sure you'll bring up Sir Anthony, right? Because he's been. I, oh, how can we forget Sir on. Anthony? But, but, okay, so, you know, the rain, the rain started to come down in that last game, and he was all over the place. I mean, is that a turning point for him? Do you think he's going to be able to come back from it? I, well, I that, don't know. I feel like that has a potential to m- mentally kind of screw with a pitcher just because you've been so great, and then you can't find it all of a sudden. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's very hard to come back from. So Yeah.
0: Side note, how can the Phillies and the Padres play in a literal monsoon? And yet, the quote-unquote threat of rain uh, delays our 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 game by like two hours. How does that? How's that? How's that a thing? I don't know. But we're, <laughs> I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist in the least bit at all. Anyway, so um, so other notable names um in their bullpen. So Ranger Schwarz actually came in and closed for one of mm-hmm. them in one of their games. Um, he has turned into a great pitcher the last i want to say the last couple of games that he's thrown in like the postseason in the regular season he wasn't great uh bailey falter has been hurt so i'm not obviously going to right hold that against him but we're going to consider consider that a, a bull bullpen game essentially um and then their other starter or their other um arms out of the bullpen i want to say Kyle Gibson, which I kind of feel bad for Kyle Gibson. Like, what what happened to Kyle Gibson?
1: Is it what think, did he hands? get? What is had a hand still in the bullpen? What's his name? Is his name
0: Brad Hand. Um, Brad Hand. Um, Connor Brogdon, I think, is still in there. Um, I'm trying to think of who the other ones that I have heard them say. Uh. <laughs> Did you know that Chris Davinsky is one of their relief pitchers?
1: Wonderful. Okay, so
0: bullpen. Dave Robertson, Corey and Jose Alvarado, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Brad Hand, Connor Brogdon, Chris Davinsky, Samuel Coonrod, and Damon Jones. I don't think that we'll be seeing Samuel Coonrod, Damon Jones, or Chris Davinsky in any of these series, series, no. series, yeah, games. So Connor Brogdon, Brad Hand, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, Corey Canable, and Dave Robertson will be the, the relievers that we see. They list as actual closers Dave Robertson and Corey Canable, and then their setup man is Jose Alvarado, and then Sir Anthony Dominguez. Let's see, so the highest, well, the lowest ERA is, let's see, Dave Robertson with a 2.42 and 63 innings pitch, and he has 20 saves. So it'll be interesting to see what we can do against Dave Robertson and Corey Knable. Yeah, we got to get to the bullpen. So I think if we can get to the bullpen early, I think we'll do all right. I do, however, need no base runners on base when Bryce Harper comes up, or Kyle Schwarber.
1: Or Reese Hoskins. Or apparently Reese Hoskins, or <laughs> JT Real <Muto. laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's just that, and, and that's a thing. So one thing I, I don't really have feelings about because I don't feel like I have developed a very good opinion on it is they haven't really seen phenomenal pitching either. I mean, they've seen the starters for the Padres, but other than that, they, I mean, and the Braves, the Braves have good pitching, but they don't have great pitching. Well, but they, but the Braves, when they, when they
0: saw the Braves though, their starters didn't have it either.
1: No. And then the Mets, which they, I mean, caught them Man. obviously in an off series too. So, I mean, it's, it, I, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to, but again, they're, they're hungry and they refuse to lose. So. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, um, you know, I totally agree with your point that it it will be interesting to see how well they stack up. Are there, are there bats that hot? Or has it been a combination of hot bats plus subpar pitching? Right. So now what are you going to do with hot bats and ace pitching? So that, that is what I will be interested to see. So um, I think they said that Aaron Noah will be the starter for game one. And Zach sure. Wheeler will be their their two. Yeah,
1: so that's I mean we all we all knew that was gonna it was gonna be either or. Yeah. So I I don't think it's a
0: clear cut one and two. I think it's like a one A, one B, right? Like exactly. And I say, Frambert, is R2, but I kind of feel like it's a 1A, 1B situation there as well. hmm Right? So, um, I just want to point out that both of these teams playing in the World Series have rookie shortstops, Shelby.
1: They do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. The Phillies moved on from, um, I think it was D Gregorius, and they handed the reins over to Bryson Stott Mm -hmm. and he has performed admirably
1: for them. Yeah. We we talked about him. What was it on the last episode of the episode before when they were just dogging him about the only reason he's here is because people got hurt and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I
0: love Alec Boehm. Um, you know, so the entire reason I know about oh Zach Eflin, I forgot about Zach Eflin as the as one of their relievers too. I was like, I know I'm forgetting some someone. Anyways, um, the only reason I know about Alec Bohm now, before the playoffs,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: because when he came up, he didn't do well, right? Like didn't do yeah. well.
1: And is, are you, you going to talk about the the lip reading?
0: video what, Was it a lip reading, or was it like, did he actually say it? Because I'm pretty sure he actually said it, like on a mic. Like, I don't know if he was mic'd I don't up or somebody else was not,
1: mic'd up. He totally, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because that's exactly what I think of too. Okay, so and
0: I, so for those that that don't know the story, when he came up, he wasn't doing very well. Obviously, coming from the minors to the majors is a big transition, yeah, right? And like, yeah. So there's some there's some pressure there. And after one of the errors, I don't remember if it was caught on one of the field mics or what, but it was, it was caught that he had said, oh, I hate it here. (laughs) And I don't, and I took it as like a, as a generic, like, oh my gosh, I just made an error. Like, and it, I hate it in this space, like right this second, you know, because I've said it in my own life, fuck, I hate it here, you know, like, and I don't actually mean that yeah. you know i want to run away to the circus because they started booing him oh my gosh they crucified him i will give him credit though because next day he came out and he was like you know I, i'm young and it was in the heat of the moment and it wasn't you know i, I misspoke blah 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 and he took he took ownership of that and mm-hmm. i will give him credit and i will also give the phillies family's credit though because after he apologized they were like okay cool like All right. Like we're still probably not going to like you. And it's probably going to be a little bit harder for you to get us to like you, but all right. So that's the only reason I knew about Alec Bohm before any of the playoffs. I remember that at the beginning of the year. So what, okay. I have questions for you. Okay. One, do you think Will Smith will be on the roster? No.
1: You don't think Will Smith will be on the roster? I don't. Interesting. I do not. I do not. I think, I mean, the pins develop. The pin is flowing. I mean, I just don't see it. Because they have, I think, what, three?
0: Three left-handed batters. I mm-hmm. think they've got a switch. I don't remember. But I know they have at least three left-handed batters. I mean, I really don't think, I don't, I honestly think that whoever the fuck you throw up against Bryce Harper is, it's just, but it's our, just a crap our, shoot.
1: Our righties, our righties perform well against lefties
0: too. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I think, um, what is it? Stanek splitter and Her- and Naris splitter mm-hmm. neutralize lefties as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see if, I don't know, if we see Ryan Stanek again in this series because we hadn't seen him in 84 years did you
1: see Did you see his post-game interview because you know naturally naturally they're in the dugout and they're like basically ask him like is his feelings hurt because he hadn't got to and he was basically like no like it just is what it is that's it's how baseball war- works of course I want to go out there and throw every game but it's not possible when everybody else is shoving it just is what it is and I'm like fuck yeah Ryan. Stenner. yes Yes. Well, and um,
0: I really liked it because you could kind of tell that he wanted to be like, y'all are making this a much bigger deal than it is. Yeah, like, The media like, is making this, like, you know, like, I don't, he didn't say it, you know, but you could tell that he was like, no, like uh, he, he understands that it is, it is, it is what it is. And I think that's, I think that's the whole key to this freaking team. It's that, that, that team mentality that it's not like one, edge. yes, like it's not one player that's going to do better than the other or whatever. Um, speaking of that, did you see the Lance McCullers quote or whatever? I can't remember where I saw it. If it was an if what article it was in, but it was basically Lance McCullers talking about the culture and the like, the essentially the brotherhood and the chemistry mm-hmm. of the the clubhouse, and saying that it didn't matter if it was a rookie or a vet or whatever. Like from day one, you're going to come in, you're going to work hard, cool, you're in, let's go. Like it, well, there was it. no.
1: Look at look at Christian Vasquez. You, you remember, you know, they were playing the Sox literally when he got traded, and he was traded. destroyed. Like, you could tell, like, look at him now. He's smiling, he's pumped, and he was like, I love this guy. He's like, these guys are so welcoming. Yep. I love it here. Yep. Well, and, and Trey Mancini, literally, I don't think there's
0: an interview that goes by that Trey does not bring up the camaraderie in that freaking clubhouse and how how much work and effort that they put into, like, well, working, one, but then, like, trying to treat basically everybody as, like, equals. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you're a vet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're a rookie. It doesn't matter. Like, we're all here. We're all here to do one job, and it's to win the World Series, right? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this team I so much. <laughs> so um i have another question for you okay do you think that jose or will come out of the pen at any point in time i do i do in a blowout um or do you think he will come on in relief somewhere or
1: yeah, I think he may he has potential to come in for some kind of long relief, but I think it's long a relief. Big yeah. If we need three, four innings, I think we see Jose Architi. Okay.
0: Do you think we will see David Hensley at any point in time in this series?
1: Hmm, that's a tough one. I knew that one was coming. I should have known. Uh you should have known because he he's quickly
0: becoming one of my favorite players.
1: Absolutely, um, he gets he gets a mention um, every every episode. I am going to say yes, um, and the reason I'm going to say yes is because I think Dusty is very passionate about giving the young guys experience. We saw it in, in the Seattle series, um, and I don't think we saw it this last series simply because. Um. We never had a really pressing moment. Like, I don't feel like there was any kind of pressured moment. I, I feel like the the atmosphere, um, just even watching, like, it was very fluid. There wasn't high stakes. Um, right. But I feel like if we do get in a pressure situation um, where we are sitting in a semi comfortable score position, I think we could see. I do. Do you think he'll start a game or do you think he'll just come in as a pinch hitter? I think he'll come in as a pinch hitter. Okay. So he
0: won't, he won't start in the lineup? No, not going to start. I don't think he'll start. I think if we're, I think if we're getting, if it's, if the score is lopsided either way,
1: (laughs) we may see him. Yeah. No, Um, and I, and I can, I could see it. Um. I could see him being, like, a momentum changer. So if, like, momentum's not going our way and we need a pinch hitter, I could see him coming up. Yeah.
0: So in the offseason, we're going to talk lots more about David Hensley, though, in the offseason.
1: <laughs> Maybe we just need to have a David Hensley episode. <laughs> I mean, like I said, there's there is lots of time to fill.
0: In between now and spring training, Shelby. So
1: it only has like fifteen hundred followers. You need to slide in the bourbon NB Ball Twitter, slide in there and be like, David Hensley, what's
0: up? I think they're You say that as if I already have it, Shelby. (laughs) Like Okay. I'm trying to grow the brand here, ma'am. are you know, just kidding. Thanks. Gee, Shelby, I need you to pick it up. No,
1: okay. right. um, I, got, I got a night, too. It's
0: okay. I got ghosted. I got ghosted. That's okay. Well, in like in the off season, like in the actual off season, maybe he'll. Anyway, so um, there was something else that I was trying to. I took a screenshot of it because I wanted to get your opinion on it, and now I can't find it in my pictures because I have nine thousand fucking pictures of the aw- god-awful strike zone that was game four.
1: Mm, fun. Okay.
0: Anyway, I guess we're going to have to save that for later. So, um, World Series prediction, Shelby.
1: I'm just, I'm, I'm making you do one right now without thinking about it. Okay. Go. I have my prediction. Um obviously they've all been wrong, but I have a good prediction, I feel like. I'm gonna go Strozen six. Strozen six. I think
0: I think I think Strozen I think Strozen six is a good good prediction. I was gonna go Strozen five, but I was like, mmm. I'm like, I don't think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna lose a couple. So I think I think I concur with your prediction of Stro's
1: and six I've been thinking about that all day because I knew that moment was gonna come today and that was that was my lock-in you could tell I've been thinking about it I'm glad I'm glad that you that you thought about it Shelby and you weren't like oh my gosh what low I don't know no, um, I, 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 I was prepared but that is what my heart and soul says my heart and soul has not been great this postseason but in a good way in a good way. Um, but that is going to be my, uh, my, my prediction.
0: Correct. Because our brackets were all kinds of wrong, except for Cleveland beating the Rays. Yes. We had, we had that. (laughs) We had that. But in, in no, in no world did I have the Phillies beating the Cardinals, the Braves and the Mets Mm -mm. didn't have it. Didn't have it. Anyways, so um, I think we will close that out. i close it out because um, it is, we've been talking for 93 hours. So we have got to wait until Friday for game one. We will be on pins and needles. I don't know when we're going to record next because our schedules are just all kinds of off. So at some point in time, you will get another episode somewhere down the road. I don't know when. <laughs> Just be glad that you are getting this bonus episode. See, we're again, we are benevolent benefactors. That's the wordiest thing ever. I need to come up with a better thing. Anyway, so um, we appreciate everyone that has listened, that has stayed with us. Um, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Apparently now we're on TikTok because I'm doing those ridiculous recaps. Um, That is Shelby. I'm Susie. I'll put all of our information in the show notes. Uh, I will also put the, the picture that Shelby sent me in the show notes so that you guys can see what I reacted to. We did, we did not do a very good job of, of describing that to our podcast only viewers. And I apologize for that. That's, that's our bad. We're still learning. We're, we're still infants in this, but, um, but we'll put that all in the show notes. If you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, don't say anything. Um, but subscribe, review, give us stars. All of the fun stuffs, and we will see you later. Go Strohs!
1: I'm gonna hit stop now.